Hey everyone, this is Corinne Lafon, member of the Winners Toastmasters, the best club in Toastmasters International, located in South Trinidad. And we're here today with Kevin Ransom, the new Toastmaster of the Year 2019. It's a pleasure to have him. He's going to tell you a little bit about himself and how he earned the title of Toastmaster of the Year. I was there, I can tell you took videos, he all came straight up to the camera, you know, showing all those teeth. Oh my God, you should have been there. But don't worry, we're gonna be sharing the video and pictures and all that on the website and social media. So you can see his elated behavior and all the awards, trophies that he got, you know, that he couldn't even carry himself. So welcome Kevin Ransom to, what is this? Winners Toastmasters podcast. <laughs> Hello, 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 Corinne. Thanks for having me on this rainy Wednesday afternoon in Trinidad and Tobago. That's right. That's right. It's rainy, but it's a beautiful day. I love when it rains. It keeps the, the temperature cool and, you know, you get to snuggle up inside and, you know, just either relax, chill, lie down under the covers, watch some TV, have a nice glass of wine to warm up your body, whatever it takes. Read a good book. Yeah. True, true, true. It's it's an opportunity for me time. True. That's so right. An opportunity for me time. Yeah. I agree yeah. With you. So tell me, let's get straight into it. Tell me about sure. a bit of your history in joining Toastmasters. I I read your bio and you were in construction for about twenty-two years. Then when that wasn't working out for you and you realized, you know, the income wasn't as you would like it you switch over into your own business, which is in the vehicle and transport industry and network marketing um, or network marketing first, I think. You could correct me if I'm wrong. And as a result of being in network marketing, you met the infamous motivational speaker, Les Brown. I absolutely love Les Brown. Um, I was in network marketing myself and met Les Brown, you know, even the past Jim Rohn, I was trained under Jim Rohn, so I can relate to your story. And um, he's a very good mentor. And when he mentioned Toastmasters to you, you know, you said, wait, that, you know, wow, that's a, that's a way to go. Because if he can suggest Toastmasters um, as a way to train yourself to becoming a speaker, you saw yourself in him. You, know, you decide, hey, you need to find a Toastmasters and you end up finding Winners Toastmasters in South, the best club in the world. Tell me about it. That's <laughs> true. That's true. You see, there's a saying, when you are tired of somewhere, somewhere is also tired of you. Really? And, I've never heard that before. <laughs> well, you would learn something today. And if you really study to check back, it's the truth. If somebody's wary of their job, it's because their job is wary of them as well. It yeah. goes hand in hand. It's like a marriage. Yeah. Um, I had a good salary in the construction industry, but it kept me in a bracket, a box, you know? Mm -hmm. So no matter what size your salary was, nothing else was coming in, but your cost of living was high. And mm -hmm. I decided to get into vehicle rentals and transport. Mm -hmm. And the rude awakening is that clients don't pay you when you believe you should be paid or even when they say they will pay. Yes. And having a family means that you need an ad additional source of income. Right. And I looked at network marketing and I, and I mean, long as you do the work, you get the money. 
Mm-hmm. And that had given me the opportunity to, to meet with, with the gentleman himself, Mr. Les Brown. You know, when I heard his story, because they say facts tell and stories sell. Of course. I said, I said, wow, I love this man. And you know the thing about it for him, like for me, I always say I've never finished school. Mm-hmm. I don't have one subject, but nobody knows that. Yeah, because I... They know it now. <laughs> <laughs> true, 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 true. And I have no issues with that. But the thing about it, my love for learning and growing, because I understand in the world that uh, many of the A and B students work for the D and C. So I said, okay, this is awesome. And being a part of networking, it, it, it taught me that the word um, education came from the word Uduku, meaning knowing what you need to know about. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, okay, if I learn what I need to know where finance and money is concerned and relationship building, I think I'll be super awesome in life where I can leave a great legacy for my kids. Mm-hmm. And that is where this whole thing came up. And then listening to Les Brown, I said, I'm going to find Toastmasters. And I asked my wife, because she's a computer person, I have my little itches and, and issues with the computer and have a busy looking up and this is where winners show up. And from there, I have been there since 2014. Wow. Wow, 2014, how long is that? I kind of lose track. The way how time is flying, I'm losing track. Well, it's five years Mm -hmm. and something because I I joined, I think it's February. So in five years and something at Winners Toastmasters. And I'm telling you, it's an awesome place to be. You know, for the fact that um, the people that you interact with, yes. the persons that are there, I always believe the persons them that are there are looking to further themselves. And why not be a part of that family? Because they say if you're lying with four broke persons, you will oh, be yes. the fifth. The fifth if one you're is- lying with four, that's right. If you're lying with four <laughs> persons going absolutely nowhere, yeah. I can bet my last dollar you will be right there also, of which is course. nowhere. Of so course. I'm in a room with people that is striving for their success, you know, even for the stars, the moon, I think I'm in the right place. So Toastmasters is that family yeah. for me. I surround yourself with like-minded people, yeah, the right energy, even people who have higher goals. Oh, and, yeah, That's right. Yeah. So if you are the smartest one in your group, you need to find what? Uh, uh, Another group. That's right. That's right. So here's what, Kevin, you have walked away, because as I said, I was right there videoing you, watching you collecting all those trophies and certificates. Big celebration and galore. And you walked away also with the title of, what was the title again? Bringing in the most guests. Now, when I met you, you always held the position of Sergeant Arms. You seem to just have the knack for it, you, you know, I want you to explain to persons first before talking about bringing in the most guests. What is a sergeant arms? What, what does that person do? What do they do? And then what is your secret sauce to bringing in the most guests in the club? Okay. I will first, before I, I came sergeant of arms, I was the VP membership. Mm-hmm. But 
I took the role of Sergeant of Arms because what the Sergeant of Arms really does is set the pace for the meetings. Mm -hmm. the, the meetings are held wholly and solely in their hands. It has a lot to do with the environment. If you don't set the environment right from the outset, the meetings wouldn't be done properly. You, you had to make it interesting. You have to do things to keep people when they come. Because when a guest come to your club or even your members, remember, you are the first person they may be seeing. Yeah. So you have to put things in place in order to create that welcoming environment. So that is just a part of the Sergeant of Arms mm -hmm. function. I mean, there's much more, but I know time doesn't permit to give all. But my secret sauce for inviting people into the club, you know, I learned this in network marketing and they call it it's the fear factor, the fear of loss. Mm -hmm. Right. Anytime you offer somebody, for example, if I hand you a hundred dollars or attempting to hand you a hundred dollars and you're wavering and thing, and I decide I put in that hundred dollars back into my pocket, mm -hmm. you realize you're going to lose a hundred dollars. So you mm -hmm. tend to get more, you know, vibrant to come towards that that um hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. What I'm simply saying is that when I make an invitation, I show value and I take it away. The reason being, I will say to persons, listen, what do you have to do for the next two hours in a room full of people who are energetic, who have a lot of, or I should say, connections, people who are heading and going somewhere, you know, for two hours, I think is the right environment for you to be because I can guarantee you, probably your last dollar, you don't have nothing that important to do today. Mm -hmm. Come and see what it is. There is no commitment to it. You're just being a, one of my guests. You know, I supposed to have at least 10 guests there. I already have nine. I'm looking at you at the 10. Would you do me that other than a 10? Mm -hmm. You know, and usually they'll say, okay, no problem. But the minute they enter into that environment, the environment holds them. Because wow. one of the things that Toastmaster does is what a lot of people would like to have, but they do not have. Toastmaster starts on time. Things are put together properly. People are, everything is structured in a nice formatted system, you know, and that lacks so much mm -hmm. on the outside that when people see this in Toastmasters, they don't really believe that this works. And seeing that it was, they always want, and you know, one of the things, when guests come, they take away from our meetings. Mm -hmm. I remember, I remember a guest said, you know, she has a team of persons that she manages. And she came to Toastmasters meeting a couple of times and take back mm -hmm. what she learned as a guest mm -hmm. in Toastmasters to her team. And she was benefiting. She saw the improvement. She saw, so she realized that, listen, this is an environment for me to be a part of. Mm -hmm. You know, again, I always said, you're going somewhere with four persons, you'll be the fifth. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are the smartest one in your group, do what? Find another group. And mm -hmm. Toastmasters is that another group. So my secret is just the invitations, the people who are there. I really share importance on who is there. Mm -hmm. You know, we have, we, we have politicians, we have CEOs, we have managers, we have directors, we have lawyers, we have doctors. Yeah. Of course, you have people like myself, entrepreneurs, yeah. who just want more out of life. Create the importance. You have to show the value. Nobody's going to come to a meeting. They say, hey, we're having a meeting Saturday. We're doing 
Come now, we're going to. That is boring. I'm telling you, you invite me like that, i telling you point blank, you're wasting my time. You know, but when <laughs> you, you, you see people feed off of your energy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And if you, if you are not excited, mm-hmm. who would be excited? Let me tell you a couple of things I'm hearing from you. What I'm hearing from you is one, your network marketing background brought value to Toastmasters in the sense that you learn how to invite. And I could relate to that because that's one of the things we are taught in network marketing. And a lot of, you know, you know, people have had a lot of flack and negative things to say about network marketing. It's a scam, it's a this and a that. But the training that you get really, really allows you to, to change your mindset in how you approach people. Yes? So you brought a lot of value just coming into Toastmasters with that training and, of course, your goals you know, meeting Les Brown. So you came in with that. As a Toastmaster, when you joined Toastmaster, you brought that into it, but you, you, you learn a system in Toastmaster where everything is structured and on time. And just like you said, people come and they see things are happening in a particular association in Toastmasters that they can apply to their work, to their own personal lives, to their household, that they come and they see so much value. They are amazed in such an association that something like that happens. But another thing too that you're saying is that we are made up of such diverse professional community as well as non-professionals in those categories. But here's the thing with us in Toastmasters, we don't see that. We, don't, we, we know people have those type of professions, but we are one level. We are, we are all equitable on one level because we are all there to learn. And we're starting off from the ground up, yeah? And that is true. You see, even though when every member comes in, they take off that hat, Yes. you know, Dr. This or, or Dr. Mm-hmm. That, I have quite a couple persons in there that I would call, refer to Dr. This and Dr. That and Dr. The Other. Mm-hmm. And they say, hey, 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 could you just call me by my first name? I said, no, I can't. Because if people are invited to this meeting, I told them who is going to be here. So I don't want to sound like I'm lying. We don't have doctors. We don't have yeah. lawyers. You know, I say, AG, you're here, how, you know? And yeah. I mean, I'm speaking to a lawyer, you know, attorney general. I'll say, yes. doc, what's up? How are you going? Meet this one, meet that one. Or even if it's another doctor, yes. you know, they feel comfortable being in an environment with their peers. Yes. It, it makes them say, well, listen, I'm not in the wrong place. Because if you could spend seven years studying um, medicine and then the rest uh, to get perfect and he's here right now or she's here right now I yes. think I'm at the right place so that yes. is the reason I, I, I stick to these sort of stuff after everything is done I can call you Wendy I yes. can call you um, <laughs> I can call you Ransom I can call you this I can call yes. you that yes. but the point of the meeting is really for me to drive the importance of the meeting and yes. then what I actually do with guests is I keep in touch with them every single meeting. I send them in. Follow up is key. I, yes, up I send, key. I mean, you understand. So you see what <laughs> I send pics, even if they are not there. I send pics of the meetings yes. to almost all the guests and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it have people who say, yes, they come in and never show. But yeah. I keep showing them Toastmasters and they are excited. Yeah. It's just finding the time. And then too, some people really have financial challenges, but they wouldn't yeah. see. 
right? So, and we have to understand that. That is why I'm always open to our guests coming as many times as they want until they are absolutely comfortable to get involved in Toastmasters. So there's no secret when I could say like, you know, I have Mrs. Manning in my corner, Mm. you know, she's such an awesome lady. You know, when I talk, I did so when I went, you have never met her in life. I sure you would love to meet her. Yeah. You know? so, and I and I I really, really stress on the people that is there. Yeah. And that is how I sell it. So I, I thank God for that industry that they call network marketing. People yeah. don't understand what it really is yes. or what it is about. But if they would let ignorance um subside to the lowest standard they will understand that mm-hmm. even if you have to mind people business you need a network so right. so you can use it for plus and you can use it for minus That's and this industry makes multi-millionaires every yes. single all the time day. all the time all the yes. time so what what keeps you you have been in this association and in winners for say five years there are mm-hmm. others that I've been talking to on this podcast that have been in Toastmasters for 10 years. I know persons when I was living in Jamaica in, and I was involved in Toastmasters there for 20, 30, 40, and they are not leaving Toastmasters. To be a Toastmaster of the Year shows dedication, commitment. What is it that keeps someone committed, dedicated, loyal to Toastmasters? For, for me personally, I believe is your goals. I believe what you want out of life is what, for example, would keep me. For, 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 let's put it this way. Where energy is great, you'll find people pulling towards that. Mm-hmm. Winners, Toastmasters, and I wouldn't even, and let me, I mean, yes, I could be biased winners, but I've been to other clubs as well. And the thing about it, the energies at the other win, um, I'm going to say other winners club, <laughs> but the energies at other Toastmaster clubs is, is just as good, mm. you know? So you're in an environment because the template is really the same, mm. right? Masters is the same all about, but it's just like um, someone cooking a meal. Everybody has a different flavor. Mm-hmm. So you'll get a different flavor at each club. Mm-hmm. And that camaraderie, that togetherness, and your goal will keep you there. Because listen, I have noticed Toastmasters in general is doing so much for people. Long as you, for example, being a member of the executive, the things you learn, you can take that into your private life mm-hmm. or even your, your professional life. Mm-hmm. It works. I once heard our outgoing AD said, he did a speech on, on learning for profit. You know, I always love to share his story as well because of the fact that it helps people. You know, he, he had a job, his, his boss decided, listen, um, you need to grow in this area. And then but he decided to join a, a Toastmaster, which again was winners. And, you know, funny, anytime the boss have things to be done now along the line of presentation, who you think were doing it? Him. You understand? And he was executing it excellently. And on top of that, what transpired, the boss said to him, listen, I am transitioning to another place. But as our opening comes up in that industry, I'm going to send for you. I'm going to give you an offer that you cannot refuse. (laughs) And so, so said, so done after probably two, three years, the guy sent for him 
give him an offer that he could not have refused. And that is when he did her speech, Learning for Profits. Wow. You see, this is a platform for us to really grow. Mm -hmm. But if we see the value of it and put the time, I always say, you know, when our treasurer gave the, the, the report mm -hmm. at our last meeting, yes. she said, look at the value you're getting for money. Mm -hmm. People will go to a seminar, and I, I've, I've been to seminars before, and when they go to that seminar and you pay a big fat amount mm -hmm. just to attend that seminar, that seminar show you what has to be done, but now you have to go and learn it. Mm -hmm. So, child, but what Toastmaster does is actually teach you while going through the process. It's yeah. the lowest fee you can pay. Yeah. for the biggest returns you can get. Yeah. If persons could only see that for what it is, yeah. I am telling you, Toastmaster will not be the best kept secret as I have been hearing from the day that I have joined Toastmasters to this present date, which is the 19th of, of June, 2019. That's right? a fabulous way to end this recording, this interview. We do not want to be the, the best kept secret again. I mean, we have been a secret, but we are doing whatever it takes, Kevin, mm -hmm. to be. We don't mind being the best, but we don't want to remain a secret anymore. And we are getting out there. And this podcast is going to be one of the vehicles, the platforms to make that possible. And I'm so happy. And I want to congratulate you again for being Toastmaster of the Year. Continue doing what you're doing. You know, I hope, you know, one of the things is succession planning, being able to pass on that secret sauce. You know, like our longtime parents, you know, they always had this secret sauce to cooking and to doing things, but it has been lost through, you know, the new generation are not learning, they're not picking up that, it's not being documented. And what I would encourage you to do, somebody who has captured that secret sauce in a bottle, you know, and becoming Toastmaster of the Year, inviting guests, you know, um, Getting, creating that ambience, that environment for guests to feel welcome and to see the value that they're getting. I would love for you to package that recipe and be able to train and have a succession plan in place for the next Sergeant Arms or for the membership to look at becoming a Sergeant Arms and creating, even adding more flavor to that secret sauce so that winners can always be on top. Winners can create a model for the other Toastmasters clubs in Trinidad and the Caribbean and the world to learn from. Is that something that you're willing to take on? I am more than willing to take that on. Honestly, <laughs> I, I always thought of um, having a session with invites, yeah. just having people learn out things. You see, one of the biggest challenges, and I, 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 there's a YouTube video on Go For No. I think it's by Barbara. Yes, I know Go Somebody. For No. I right? And a lot of people are really intimidated by that two-letter word. No. But you know, to me, is like the topsoil. Yeah. The more no's you get out of the way, the, the yes will automatically start to come. Yes. And you would have so many yes that you wouldn't even remember there was a word called no. No. <laughs> I think we really need a session on that as well, on learning to invite. You know, I am a lot of people are timid. I am going to take you up on that, Kevin. Believe it. I am so glad I put you on the spot 
so that you put it. <laughs> I am so glad I put you on the spot and this is going to go out on how many platforms we are on this podcast now. We are growing in distribution and we are on five platforms now which can be accessed on applications or apps as they call it on people's phones. So let me tell you, you are quite public with this and you have to you have to follow through on that <laughs> Well, I think that's an excellent um, strategy you are using because you get a public yes. So yeah. I cannot say a private no. You cannot say but a I... private no. We are yeah. holding <laughs> we are holding you to it. We are holding you to it. Kevin, it's been a pleasure having you on with but, us this month. Podcast. But before before we close, I would just love to say to you, Corinne, this is your season to take winners to another level. I want to applaud you for taking up this initiative. It's something that many of us would not have understand because mm -hmm. technology keeps changing yeah. and you are the tech person for this time and season. And I am looking forward to learning and moving forward with whatever you have to share and make winners and by extension myself a better person. Thank so I you thank so you for much. that. Thank you so much. And thank you, Toastmaster of the Year 2019, Kevin Woo! Woo! <laughs> thank you I so much. Fun. You're welcome. Thank yeah. you. <laughs>